So for our, our, our guests at home joining us today, we have, uh, what's your name, sir? Chris Buya. Who is friends with Anthony here. And um, he just stopped in midway through the podcast just to see what's going on. Um, how are you today, sir? I'm fantastic. Uh, doing well. Excellent. Complain. Excellent. <laughs> so you, you, you came here in 95. That's right. You went back and you lived back in Kenya for three years. For three years. That's and you right. came back again. Then it came back again. That's right. Um, why'd you come back, man? What happened? Racism. No more racism, oh, but uh, you know, you know what happened was uh, I had my family over here. I okay. Some, I had young kids. Okay. Um, you've got boys growing up in America. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, in America, boys, you need you need a dad. Definitely, yeah, definitely. There's, definitely there's, there's, there's no two ways about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it was just one of those things where I had to come back, basically, to um, take care of my family. Okay. Uh, because when I was there, I was basically trying to pave the way for them. Yeah. But at a certain time, you know, time time catches up with you. So you have to basically uh, time yourself, so yeah. to speak. So I came yeah. back, but, you know, it's all good. What did you do for uh, business over there? So when I was in, the, uh, when I was in Kenya, mm-hmm. um, I linked up with a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of a friend was uh, uh, graduating from MIT, mm. uh, doing his PhD. Uh, and he was starting a mobile tech company, hmm. a startup in Kenya. Okay. So uh, he figured starting it in Kenya was cheaper because of the money that he had for seed money. Mm. It was it was cheaper and he could go further. Yeah. yeah. Um, funnily enough, um, if he was to hire uh, young students out of college or in college to do the coding for him, yeah, uh, it would cost him maybe almost three, four, five times what it would over here. And he told me that the, the kids over there, the coding that they do, he said it's um it's. Mm. It was way more, uh, what I call it, um, it made sense hmm. to be doing it in Africa because what they were doing in Africa is, it was a company called M-Survey. Um, what we did was uh, we did uh, data, just basically just took data from the streets. Hmm. And the way we did it was sort of like with, uh, if you think of a survey monkey, yeah. Yeah. but a survey monkey that works on your phone. Hmm. And since there's no, uh, there, there weren't that many smartphones in Africa, he would use um, would use um, the simple the simplest of forms, text forms. Really. So all it yeah. is, yeah. So basically, um, it's it's all linked on a platform for uh, M-Pesa, M-Pesa, which is the mobile yeah. mobile money. We're yeah. familiar, yeah. 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 So the, the on that platform, uh, which also uses text, yeah, uh, we're able to link up with M-Pesa because they have the uh, what do you call it? I'd, I'd say they are they pretty much have the market covered. So if you want to reach anybody in the market, everybody has. Everybody uh, has Mbasa. Yeah. So basically yeah. plugged into their, their infrastructure, basically. We plugged into the infrastructure, yeah, but okay. our main thing was, um, uh, ba- it was, it was it's, it's sort of like a, a data company, Yeah. but we used it to help other companies to, get, to gather data. Mm. Yeah. So what we do is, we, we, you know, you just form like five questions, yeah. put them on the phone, um, and text them, you know, you send people like a text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they answer, um, you could give them like something like, 
the equivalent of uh, how much would be like 20 to almost like 20 cents but 20 cents worth of uh, phone phone time or okay. data time on oh their phone. wow okay so okay. once they answer you know they complete the five questions and when they hit send as soon as they hit send they get the, the money in there so for, so they get the money would be extra time because they're everyone over there I've heard is on like a prepaid phone essentially exactly so you basically that's a great business bro oh yeah so, so yeah so so I was um, we're only three guys um, yeah. the guy who's the CEO yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. dr. Kenneth uh, Kenneth Griffith mm. uh, then there was another person called Louis Majanja who was the the uh, CIO, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I was in charge of business development okay. and sales. Yeah. So just we started three people, and that's basically what I that's what I was doing over there. Is yeah, it still, you, you is guys it still are, going? Oh, well, yeah, it is still going. In fact, I think they just were having a round of funding uh, because now they're in Nigeria. Yeah, they're in Nigeria and in Trinidad, mm. and um, I think this round of funding was going to be like two point five million dollars. So they're, so they're doing pretty well. Hmm. We should uh, we should introduce you to some of the other people we work with because they're all uh, like Hashim's really into tech and uh, he he started the um, I know the new name I'm not sure if the new name is uh, if we can say it yet but uh, it's called hmm. the Progressive African Network okay and it's a network of like over two hundred thousand businesses wow. in that area and um, it supposedly is doing pretty well that's and, right and he's trying to market all those services here in America because okay. there's there's a lot that can be done over there for cheaper than the way it can be done over here. Exactly. And exactly. then nobody is it's doing all right, but it be, it could be doing way better. Exactly. You know, just like everything over here they like whenever we call a call center it's always someone that's Indian because they're always outsourcing over there. We could outsource there too. Why not? Anyway. Why not outsource there? I mean, yeah. it makes so much sense uh, yeah. because a lot of people would leverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just leverage that uh, um, being global yeah. and everything now is uh, is linked. You yeah. Know? yeah. Everything yeah. is digital. Yeah. I like that idea because you know, I'm a gamer and um, yeah, still a little bit of a gamer. Too. It's a little immature, but me too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't help So um, one of the guys on one of the alliances I am was like, hey, um, I was like, man, I'm not paying for stuff. He's like, I never pay for stuff. I use the surveys. That's right. So I'm a beta tester for, for Google. Oh, I see. And um, I do the surveys um, as well. It's, I think it's, um, I forgot the name of it right now, but it just pops up. So every couple of days I get a survey answer the questions or about some stuff about videos or exactly. some demographic information and I get anywhere from 10 cents to a dollar credited to my Google Play account. That's right. And in fact, I pay for my extra data for that. So it's kind of the same model. You know? you know, and I like that model because then it's relevant. Like I got an immediate service and I'm exactly. willing to answer the questions because I want free money, you, you want, know, yeah, you allocated want. right. Or I could buy an app or something with it. You know, I can do whatever yeah but i like that that's really yeah. innovative yeah it really is so it's still going on now it is still going on now um uh, you know when i left there i was already building some uh, uh, business development ideas mm-hmm. so what happened is uh i came up with a lot of the ideas went to the enterprises mm-hmm. and would ask them hey what do you guys need and they would tell me what they need and i'd kind of figure out how we could use it how we could help them um to kind of uh, better themselves or get better data yeah. Because a lot of guys in, in Africa, um, uh, I'd say data collection was being done the traditional way, mm-hmm. where you go with a pen and a paper, yeah. you get a couple of guys, 
and uh, that's old school <laughs> it's, it's old school yeah, yeah. but in Africa because uh, labor is cheap yeah so you can get a whole lot of people and just send them out there yeah and have them bring your data but yeah. the only problem is a lot of times the data is not authentic mm-hmm. yeah uh, because somebody you send him out there first of all you're underpaying him he's out there the whole day in the sun hungry he's just gonna <laughs> fill it out yeah. he's just gonna fill things especially up. if you say hey, you need ten ten thousand he's at nine thousand <laughs> that extra thousand is Padded. Oh, he's yeah. gonna be, he's gonna pad that extra thousand. Are you um are you also originally from Kenya? Kenya? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm originally from Kenya, definitely. So he, you mentioned um Anthony uh when we were talking before the podcast, you said like it's every year or every five years when the elections come up, you know it starts to get uh it starts to get a little toxic out there in the I mean uh in the in the Kenyan uh, political sphere. How how so? Is that this? Is it the same thing here, where everyone's just trash talking everybody, and all this corruption comes to light, or is it something else? To some extent, it does. Is it same? Is it the same type of thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean the tribal, the tribal, um, the tribal history. Yeah, is it takes a kind of special people mm. to be above it. Like for me and him, we're from different tribes, right? Oh man, the the Warren tribes, right? Okay, that's but right. I could never even in my sickest mind ever imagined doing anything to him yeah or he, you know what i mean yeah but during in kenya yeah if you're an investor yeah you're worried about that wow because it's a just reality you know and <laughs> we have to say it because but mm. you know the last two elections there were tensions were boiling but people you know the three three elections ago yeah people died a thousand people died Whoa. And a thousand people, people died. Yeah, people, Fifteen thousand, years ago. Fifteen years ago. Wow. So, and actually, that was 2000, 2008. Yeah. Was it 2008? Yeah, 2008. Wow. Yeah, three, elect- three election cycles ago. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so, I remember that so, one. Yeah, yeah. So, so people don't want to go back to that. Wow. You know? Yeah, in and, fact. And so that's, that's why, you know, like I said, like, you know, when it comes to investment, mm-hmm. when it comes to that, that's the only thing that we have to be candid about. To people I, like you, yeah. who are there, who who wants to invest there? Yeah, you know, you 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 know, every five years, that's one thing that somebody might tell you. Oh, are you aware that Kenya every five years is tensions? Hmm. They might tell you that. So and we the, wouldn't want to visit during that time, maybe. Well, I took my family. Everybody said I was crazy. I took my family there the day of election, oh, literally wow. the day <laughs> off. I mean, like people are like, here. Yeah. people are like, if something happens to your kids. We'll never forgive you. Like people are like, oh you. man. Like, <laughs> but I, my, my wife was like, you know what? I mean, there's people here. Let's go. I mean, not sh- that she was being. Well, she's American, so you know, yeah. we feel like we can just go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. she was like, she was like, this is the only opportunity when yeah. the kids are out of school in August. Yeah. yeah. We have to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not gonna wait for another year. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not gonna happen if we wait. But yeah, but that happens. But yeah. that's part of a little thing. It's not a big deal. And. And actually, the funny thing is, um, um, you did ask me why I came back. Oh, yeah. Now, one of the uh, questions also is, why did I go? Mm. And one of the reasons why I went was because of, um, you know, I went in 2010. Mm-hmm. 2008, we had the election violence. And while I was here, you know, I'm trying to uh, get in touch with my family back home. Hmm. And uh, a lot of things are going on. And you, you can't, the communication is not, is not enough. Because, oh. you know, now your mind is So you're kind of like freaking out. Oh, my God, what is going on over there? Exactly. Yeah, I got it. Okay. But, but it came to pass. And by the time I went back, one of the things in my mind was always like, how can I help? Like, what can I do? Everybody came up with these solutions. Mm. Like, we yeah. don't want to go back there. We don't want to do this. Mm. And uh, 
And I was like, okay, what can I do? Now, one of the things was I'd been to Rwanda before in 2005. My cousin was mar getting married in Rwanda. I went there. Uh, being a Kenyan, we know what happened there. It's very yeah. close to home. We know yeah. Rwandese. Is that a yeah. next? Is Rwanda just next door? Yeah, Rwanda. Um, like Rwanda up, up left or something. It's like pretty that. much next door. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. It's, yeah. It's I just mentioned to them about two days ago was the anniversary, twenty-five years. Oh, the twenty-five year yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 For the genocide. Yeah. Yeah. Now being in Rwanda, um, I was huge. I was amazed because I, 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 it was my first time, and I said, "Well, this guy's just." basically killed each other a couple of years ago when they had it they had a huge genocide yeah but i found that these guys had changed mentally this is 2005 mm. they had changed mentally to the point of where it was the safest place that i could be in africa at that time hmm. wow. right now rwanda is wow one, rwanda is one of the safest countries in, in the, the world the cleanest not not Man. even this is this is the power of what black people can do when they put their minds together i don't even know why it's it's actually the example I keep telling people. Yeah. Um, our liberation is going to come from Rwanda. Mm. Yeah. Because your liberation will come from the, the least place you think of. Mm. You know, when you're thinking of, oh, maybe let's look at this model, let's look at that model. Mm. We always look at the wrong place. Mm. Because you have to look at the place where it, look at the place where you don't think something would happen. Man. So like right now, if we're thinking of, okay, where is all the, um, how are we going to get out of, uh, let's how is America going to get forward? Mm. They got to look in the hood. No, don't look at. Uh, uh, don't go to Silicon Valley or whatnot or this and the other. Their solutions are not there yeah. because those solutions are not. They're not. They're not man-made. I know what mm. you mean. You're 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 kind of like saying along the lines is necessity is the mother of invention. Exactly. And Silicon Valley, they don't have a lot of necessities. <laughs> they don't have a lot of necessities. You know? I can see parallels with yeah. what I saw in Africa and yeah. I saw here. So let me give you one example for business. I mean, I'm 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 in business. I'm in banking. Yeah. So I'm in this. I'm in the sphere and this this space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one thing I've realized is that, as I said, yeah, um, the solutions come from the hood. Mm. And the way they do come from there is because not a lot of people come from the hood that have a voice. Yeah. Now, I will give you a good example, and this is dear to my heart. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was killed just oh, the man. other day. Rest in peace, Nipsey yeah. Hussle. Oh, Rest in peace, Ni Nipsey Hussle. That broke Hussle. my heart, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Imagine I've known about Nip Nipsey Hussle for about a year and a half. Yeah. And I, I hadn't listened to much of his music. Yeah. But I'd listened to a lot of him. Exactly. So I used yeah. to just watch his interviews. Yeah. That's all. I loved his interviews, man. Yeah. Uh, and you could see, here's a person who has taken what he knows in the hood, yeah. what he's calling the hustle, yeah. and he knows exactly what happens in business too. Exactly. Because when you hear him talking, yeah. he's talking like a businessman. He's talking about he's hip to all the stuff that's going on out here. Yeah. He, yeah. He's hip to it and yeah. then some. Yeah. I mean, the guy had the fast, the smart store, the, the first smart store in the world, mm -hmm. where you just go, you buy a t-shirt, um, and the tag on the t-shirt, basically you can stream through the tag. And once you've gone home with it, yeah. he'll, he'll, he can, he'll send out uh, information and say, hey, you know what, I have, a, I have a single, a hit single coming out next week. And uh, on the first three days, mm -hmm. if you bought this shirt, just go and stream it on your tag. Dang, that's crazy. Code, yeah, yeah so I didn't even know he did that. You just educated me. That's, that's dope, bro. That's really cool. That's, I've been, wow. I say since he died, I was, I was like looking at it like, damn, you know what? We have lost one of the greatest minds. Mm. And I'm like, nobody knows. I've been watching his interviews for years. Yeah, so I yeah. know how his mind thinks. Yeah. Hmm. The other thing is, um, uh, and, and not to 
uh, to bring it closer to home. Uh, Nipsey Hussle is from uh, his dad is Eritrea. from Eritrea. Yeah. Now that's that's close to home. We're from yeah. Kenya. That's East Africa. Yeah. Those are those are people. My yeah. next door neighbor, yeah. growing up, my next door neighbor, like I could look into a house yeah. was Eritrean. Okay. So I know the culture. My my um, I'm in I'm in the mortgage industry. Hmm. I do uh, mortgage finance. My mm-hmm. biggest clients last year yeah. was the Eritrean community in Boston. They kill it. The, wow, those those yeah. are those are my biggest clients, and there's a reason because when they buy, like an Eritrean buys a house. And he will go to his neighbor or his friend and bring him to me and tell him, hey, you know what? I just bought a house. So I just did a refinance with this guy. This is my brother. Mm. We're using my brother. He will come, bring his buddy over, tell him exactly what he needs to do the refinance or to purchase the home. Yeah. Maybe a week later, he follows up with me. Hey, did so-and-so give you what you needed? Did he come to see you? Uh, if he brought it, yes. That is a great client. <laughs> yeah. But if he yeah. doesn't, guess what? He will bring him. Yeah. Like literally drive, drive him, him to you. <laughs> drive him and tell him, hey, you need to do this, this, and this to get the house. Wow. Because he knows. Man, that's a good client. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a great client. Yeah. But he's even a greater brother because he has empowered. Yeah. He has empowered his brother. Yeah. Not with jealousy to say, hey, you know, I have a house. You don't have a house. Hey, check me out. I'm yeah. coming to see you in your, <laughs> where you're rented. Yeah. No, he's looking at it like, hey, I have a house. You need a house too. Then he needs a house. Now, one of the things that I'm doing with, with them, because a lot of them now own property. Mm-hmm. Find the, uh, you find people, you know, yep. somebody owns three, four, five multifamilies. Yeah. So the next thing is you always want to move to the next level. Yeah. And uh, I was telling them, hey, you know what? Once you own property, maybe if you own three multifamilies, that's about you know nine units. So you're looking at it per unit. And I'm like, okay, have you ever wondered that people want 20, 30, 40, 50 units? So I'm like, that's where you're moving to. We move by unit level. Yeah. So some yeah. people have like five multifamilies. I tell them, hey, let's consolidate that. I'll show you how you're going to refinance, take some money. I'll take the equity or sell it. Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to leverage that to a bigger yeah, to a bigger unit. Something bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like a building. Yeah, a million is twenty percent of you know, if a million is twenty percent of uh, of of, of uh, five million. Yeah. Hmm. Then guess what? Now you're looking at an asset base of five million as opposed to maybe your three families were maybe two million, so you just doubled up. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's simple mathematics. Yeah. We black people, we are actually mathematical. I keep telling people that's mm. how that's where that's where we come from. We're just tapping into our nature, brother. We're tapping our nature. Yeah. That, that's the problem of melanin, yeah. Yeah. is that it goes mathematical. Yeah. It is mathematical. I'm here, I'm here. I'm with you. I'm I with mean, you, yeah. Think, yeah. think about if you're, uh, I was telling people, think about dancing. Mm. When people say, okay, you know, black people know how to dance and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, because it's frequency. Just keep the rhythm. It's a rhythm. It's yeah. a rhythm is numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the beat. Yeah. You, you own the beat. Yeah. yeah. And the beat is rhythm, it's frequency. Yeah, yeah. So I say what one of the problems is in America, um, we've been taken out of our frequency. Mm-hmm. So now that's why you're seeing even things like uh, Afropop is becoming, Afrobeats is becoming Afro big. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's feeling it because they're feeling the, the, the yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're my, getting the, my toddler loves Afrobeats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, she will grab my phone, which is two. That's yeah. right. She'll grab my phone <laughs> wow. yeah. and she can navigate to YouTube and she knows the artists because, you know, yeah. well, it's into, so she goes over and she's like, Afrobeat, boop. 
And then she she'll call it out. She's gonna say wow. Joanna. Wow. <laughs> and, oh, really? she, and she knows how to cast it to the TV and she sits there watching. I'm like, well, that's just no. there you go. I guess no, that's what we're doing. Now look at that. Like yeah. that is that is the amazing thing I was talking about us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say, hey, you know what, we are better than somebody else or this. It's just um, these are just facts. These yeah. are numbers. Numbers yeah. don't lie. And I realize in making arguments, I'll just use numerical stuff. Mm. Now we're talking about uh, uh, um, like like when we're saying, if you go back to Kenya, we had this uh, election violence. I went back, one of the things that I realized was, how do you solve something? And I said, you know what, I can't go there and solve uh, if it was an issue of, you know, maybe government uh, issuing money and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, I don't do that. But then what I realized, I said, you know, what I do really well, and I know really well actually is, uh, is soccer. I know mm-hmm. which of there is football. That's that's my number one thing. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So as much as I was doing, um, um, I was working with a uh, mobile tech company. Yeah. I told the guy, hey, I need to be a consultant because I need my free time to work on soccer too. Yeah. And they say because uh, I know a lot about administration, management, just the game. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I've been in America. I played soccer over here. I seen sports over here. I followed, I, and I follow all sports like basketball. I yeah. worked at the Red Sox, so I would go and look at what have these guys built and what have they done that mm-hmm. they need to bring over here in Africa. May yeah. not bring it in in its grandest form, yeah. Yeah. but I can take you can s- take what you need, simplest forms yeah. and, and build. build yeah. mm-hmm. And yeah. went in, uh, did a strategic plan for them, ten years, mm-hmm. and uh, hit the road. And when you hit the road, you're like, damn. If you're doing soccer. You gotta be with the people. Now I realize if I am traveling, we've got 40, 47 counties. Yeah. So I hit four, in three years. I hit forty-two counties. Wow. And soccer, that's a lot of travel. That that's is. a lot of travel. Yeah. 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 And you're traveling in. And this is around the state of uh, Kenya. This is just the, the, whole, the whole country of Kenya. Yeah. The whole country, which is the size of Texas. You yeah. Said. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. And what you do is you meet a lot of young people because mm. kids love their soccer. They yeah. Love mm. their so soccer yeah. and reggae. Those two things mm-hmm. are massive. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. I fit right in. I'm a West Indian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things you realize is it's this young people because we are. Uh, I think our country is seventy percent between the age of uh, f- between eighteen and I think fourteen and 14, thirty. Wow. 30. Yeah. So yeah, these are the young 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 generation Z and generate, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of young people. Yeah. We so gotta we gotta harness that force because that uh, yeah that's where the numbers that is are. A big Man. Yeah. That's that, what the numbers are. And imagine yeah. that is that is a demographic of Africa, not just Kenya. But that's mm. the prime demographic of any buying power is exactly. 18 to 30. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but I'm saying it's not just buying power. I'm thinking, I mean, politically, all that stuff like that, that should be harnessed. Like we should. Exactly. Who are we talking to? Chike was saying the same thing about uh, Nigeria, yeah. That yeah. like so many young people. But. But who's running the country? A whole bunch of old dudes who yeah, are corrupt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. a bunch it's, of corrupt 75-year-olds. Exactly. Because they, they yeah. did what it was necessary to survive in that post-colonial, yeah. treacherous era. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And it's sort of like the same thing you have here where black Americans who've lived in corporate America who had to survive in that toxic environment yeah. have a hard time Man. transitioning into yeah. empowerment. Yeah. Because you are either... Had an over. You think leadership is an overseer, mm-hmm. you know, mentality yeah. or exactly. micromanagement, yeah. and it's not. It's not leadership exactly. is developing people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In tr- 
providing them the training and the resources so they can go and be magnificent because you're going to look good exactly. and then you can move the whole yep. the whole strategy forward exactly. and i think a lot of people think leadership is everything comes through me and i pull all they the look at leadership like being a king that's yeah. not yeah. what it is yeah. it's, it's not what it is exactly exactly and that makes you feel it might make you feel good but it's not going to make you effective and eventually no. and, and the people who are talented are going to be like you're a waste of my time exactly. i'm going to go to someplace else yeah i think the with those that eight you know 14 to 30 demographics I mean, those two main demographics. It's a really good time for them to get engaged with and cultivate them as leaders. Yes, and exactly. And engage them with different types of thought leaders. That's right. Um, but I, I find here, because I'm educated heavily in America, <laughs> although I'm from America, is um, uh, encouraging people to the different types of thought. Thoughts. Exactly. You yes. got Western thought. You got Islamic thought. You got Eastern thought. You exactly. got African thought, all of which have their own validity. Exactly. And then if you can pull from those, mm -hmm. you can solve problems that you never thought you could solve. Yeah. Look at this guy bringing it home, bro. You're a thousand percent right, bro. A thousand percent right. Um, so we're going on two hours. So let's let's start to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts you want to talk about? Our final thoughts. Number well, like 15 so minutes. basically, <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. Well, of final I just thoughts. I just give the whole um, yeah. the whole um, rundown of you know what. You, you know what actually made me come to sure. this podcast, but also I've learned a lot. Yeah, just being here, you know. So basically, if you are African American and thinking seriously, mm -hmm. something is you know a little thought is brewing in your mind. We're waking up, bro. We're waking going, up. Going back to Kenya. Yeah, you know things like you know land ownership. Mm -hmm. You know it's not it's attainable. It's not out of your realm. You feel like that's the ticket, though. A I mean, ticket to get over there and make things where you got to own some land. Well, it's it's a good start because the investment compared to the dollars here, yeah, is hmm. relatively low. How much yeah. are you talking about? So for a thousand dollars, you can get a you can get a one acre land, you know, by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand yes. acres by hey, the beach. Hey, everybody, no, no, I'm sorry. That's one Ubering. acre. I'm sorry. One, one acre, acre yeah. by the beach. A thousand bucks. Yeah, well, two thousand. I find that to be very reasonable. That, man. Yeah, I think a, that's very reasonable. It's a remote exactly. place, but yeah. you know. But you know, but a, a developed place, maybe yeah. five, five, five grand for a place that you can build Jeez, a resort, man. right? On the beach. Yeah, on the yeah. beach. So you know, and, and the other, the other thing about uh, Africa and you know Kenya and Africa yeah, yeah. is when you think about it. When you buy land, you can buy land on. Um, you got a great voice for radio. I just thought I'd say that. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm just faking it. I hope not. <laughs> oh, you turning it up? Yeah, I'm turning <laughs> it up. You got your octave going. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead. But, Sorry. Um, but one one good thing is that you can um, you can get um, uh, land on freehold, not mm. leasehold. Yeah. So but, which means on freehold means you own the land. It's mm. almost like like our land that we own is reservation land. Yeah. yeah. The government in Kenya can't come and tax us in our village. No. Because they're like, we were here before you. They can't come and tax no, you. No, how? <laughs> we were there before <laughs> they... This is America. They'll find a way. But yeah. that, I'm thinking yeah. of it as American. But yeah. you guys are like, no, you're taxing so, nothing. Well, the, the, the slavery in Africa, really, the way they got people to now have to basically listen to them, mm. or not even just listen, basically now, we got you, mm. was the taxes. Yeah. Once they put a tax, because initially when they put a tax... Everybody had like, you know, uh, cows, chicken, wealth, yeah. just lying around. Somebody say, you know what, oh, what are you taxing me? You taxing me a goat? Okay, I just go get one out of my 10,000 yeah. and pay you <laughs> and leave me alone. Because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. found me here. 
Yeah. But initially, eventually, they, they started uh, bringing these uh, collaborators. Then the collaborators decided uh, people now had to, you know, the, the tax like your, uh, each building, like your hut. So if you build you, hey, you have five buildings and huts, we're going to tax you this much. Yep. And then eventually, <laughs> what, where did they turn it around? And this is how you know where the problem started, not just in Africa, but yeah. all around the world yeah, for yeah. us. Then now when they brought the money, because we weren't using money. What were you using? Just trade? Well, yeah, you had trade, you had gold, you had silver, you had gold. Butter. Every, butter. Everything. Oh, so yeah. basically what we've been doing since the beginning of time. Yeah, exactly. Hard, everything, hard trade. Hard yeah. trade. Everything yeah. is, 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 has its value and everything has its price. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's things that you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And once they brought their money, then guess what? Now I have to go use your money. So I have to come to you. Mm. Now you tell me to pay taxes with money as opposed to what I consider as wealth. Now I gotta come to you, which means now you have the control. So you you could have ten thousand goats, a whole uh, three hundred chickens, whatever else, and they would still consider you poor because you don't have dollars yeah, or whatever you, whatever the shillings. Exactly, are exactly. You have to convert your goats. And I'd be like, Are you crazy? I'm rich as hell, son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so not, I can eat all day, so every that's, day. That's why when I when, got a satchel of gold right here, I can't. You know, like, so, what do you say? Yeah, so that's that, crazy. That's, but that's why, how they do it. That's why yeah. break it down. But so, see that that's what I'm talking about. Like it's an outsider who came in and did that. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't your own people. No, it who wasn't did that. your own people yeah. who did that. They Somebody were, came from t fifteen thousand miles away and said, "Hey, this is where we're going to do things now." It's, no, it's that, that it's just drives it, me crazy. It's, 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 it's systemic. It's all systemic. So you were saying, so how the, can uh, as us? Well, I know does Kenya rep recognize people from the diaspora to get citizenship in own land? I was going there now to say that I've met a few brothers from Minnesota. Actually, I was with a tour guide like a guy you know, like yeah. a guy who was driving me around yeah, yeah. and he told me oh there's a guy from your area so even us sometimes they consider us Americans right yeah. mm -hmm. oh there's a guy from where you're from I'm like what do you mean where I'm from and I fucked with him I was like uh, Nairobi, from Nairobi <laughs> no 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 where you from where you from in New York they all say New York yeah so, so I was like so I only met the brother That's funny. and he was working for the embassy he's actually a military guy Okay. and he was like oh I was in the navy and they sent me out here. Mm. And he was like, yeah, you know what? Go Navy. So <laughs> Chiman, Chiman just uh, here, one up himself. Yeah. He, he, bought a, he bought land. Yeah. And he uses his social security uh, check to build. He's building a beautiful home. Mm. And he's like, I go floor by floor. I'm, I mean, not in a rush. Yeah. I don't want any loan. Yeah. So I just, you know, he gets Oh, man, I love that. I hate debt. I'm the same way. Yeah. Can't stand debt. That's yeah. right. So he gets the money. Right. He yeah. gets like, I think, he told me he gets like, he told me everything. He was yeah. an old timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, I'm, right now I'm screwed because my, 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 uh, my little nephew, you know, has some outstanding warrants from my own car. So I have to go to Minnesota <sighs> yeah. and clear everything because yeah. I need this check to come because if I don't do that, my social security might be garnished. Yeah. But that's how he told me we are many of us, we have a lot of African Americans in this area mm -hmm. buying. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. buying land is not is not uh it's not difficult. Well a G is you know, that's I'm saying that's a remote area you can get a G. You know like here you cannot get it's a G. Something. Like G right? It's something. It's mm something. -hmm. But there you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I even I, if it was three G's, let's say it was yeah. three. Yeah. That's a bargain. So I encourage that. Yeah. And also if you if you wanna go, let's say even bigger, like if you're in the city also it depends where you are, yeah. where you're yeah. buying. Mm. Um when I was down there one of the things I saw, they're, they're, they're very expensive areas, okay, in, let's yeah. say, Nairobi. Yeah. 
But what people don't realize is they're also very cheap areas in Nairobi. Nairobi. Mm. It's funny, I left there maybe 2014, so that's about maybe four or five years ago. Mm. But I, I, already, I already knew, I was like, man, if I had the money, yeah. that's where I'm buying. Because wow. what I was looking at is you have the city just like downtown Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, neighborhoods uh, that are very close to the city. Like you can actually just walk. Yeah, I love neighborhoods. Yeah, but those neighborhoods were considered um, low-income neighborhoods. Low income. Wow. So people don't see the, the value of what we see here. Yeah. yeah. They, it's just starting to transfer. They, they, yeah, that's the same thing that's happening in Roxbury so right now. I would never think of, in my, in my wildest dream, yeah. that I would live in downtown Nairobi. I'm like, am I even serious? Am, yeah. I, am I crazy? <laughs> yeah. But then my friend who used to live in the States, and your, your partner, Louis, yeah. one day he told me, oh, let's go see uh, Kimati. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's a designer out in San Francisco. Yeah. And he took me to this building in downtown Nairobi. And I'm like, you live here? I'm like, I thought it was strange until I went wow. to the penthouse. Wow. And I'm like, how much do you pay for this? I'm like, 200 bucks. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, nobody wants it. There were a bunch of files here, all these offices here, turned the penthouse as a, as a f***ing um, storage place. Okay. <laughs> for, <laughs> files, for files. And he said, did you know that every tall building in Nairobi has a penthouse? I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, this is, wow. yo, the house was like, yo, dude, this is yeah, you. That was a nice house. But I'm like, yo, this, like, for <laughs> me. came I'm, up, son. Yeah, I'm like, yo, we went up the elevator. Let me borrow like $100. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, and, 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 you know, just to see, it was the first time I actually saw Nairobi on a bad Ivy. Wow. So, you mean, and I will be flying. So, we're going to be going there. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, so, but you see, that's a, a change of mentality. Yeah. Like, he came out from here. Yeah. And he saw place that nobody desires it because in, in Africa people want the big mansion and that's yeah. how you that's how you made it yeah but it was so convenient all the clubs were there all yeah. the restaurants were there yeah. we really just and, walked yeah and, and the security was tight. and if you think think about it like those, those are what we call the um, why we need everybody from each side mm -hmm. yes because if you're coming let's say from Roxbury and yeah. you've already seen sort of like a gentrification yeah and you just looked at it from an objective view and said hey you yeah. know what somebody had this plan and this is what they did. And you're looking at his plan and saying, I'm going to flip this plan. Yeah. Now you go to Africa, you're sitting there like, oh, man, there is a property over here. I was telling somebody, like the biggest slum in Africa, the biggest, yeah. is in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. And it's in a place called Kibera. Right next to it, the most expensive, you have a, the most expensive place. Wow. So I'm, I'm in Kenya and I'm telling people, I'm like, damn, that slum is expensive. There's, and they're looking at it like, man, those are just shacks and they don't even have toilets over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting over there like, so you, how much would you pay for that? And of course, somebody's like, I would not even pay for that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you just, just chill like that because that is worth uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, just like the rich place right next door. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much, it's like right but they don't see it, but we would see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you would see yeah. it. Yeah. Because that's what they this did in Hell's Kitchen in New York. That used yeah. to be a horrible neighborhood. Exactly. For decades. And yeah. now it's one of the most expensive neighborhoods yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Manhattan. This and is what I'm saying. Like, we need to go over there. because there's, to go there see. Yeah, mm -hmm. our, our American uh, Western experiences will... I think it would just lend our lend ourselves not only to the communities there, but to it would enrich our own lives because yeah, exactly. we oh, yeah, oh, yeah. number one we'd be hip to all the you know all the crazy white people stuff that they do. Exactly. But I'm talking about the colonizers. Yeah. But we would be able to do things that I think a lot of other people wouldn't be even think about doing. Exactly. You know? I mean, if you like as far as businesses, as far as even access to places yeah. that you normally would not have. Yeah. Like if you just like 
just you yeah. right now, like brother Imam just yeah. came out there and yeah. just because you're from America and you have whatever money that you all, you just yeah. came with in Africa, yeah. people would usher you into places that you know, like if you go to a mm. restaurant that's a, the, the top restaurant, yeah, yeah, they'll you'll be given service even before nobody will come hovering at you if you're gonna pay or you're gonna take off with the bill, yeah, like, like here the way yeah. it would be, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So over there they'll know just the way you just. Your first speech, the first talking, yeah. your first speech like this. Because they automatically know I'm. They know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know but else. also too, like you know, they 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 look at you like, you know, this this guy, you know, I wanna I wanna serve this guy, mm. rather than you know the, the the white people who come and give a dollar yeah. for a tip. Like to them, they're like, oh, I really hooked up this dude. Yeah. Mm. Usually people now just refuse the dollar. Like I'm outside. Like yeah. people, are, people are giving. <laughs> they refuse. <laughs> like, yeah, you can keep your dollar, you right? Keep, you can keep your dollar. <laughs> yeah. like but yeah. they, they come in. They think that's funny. Like, oh, I just gave you a dollar, but yeah. you go there. Yeah. And people will treat you like the access that African Americans can get in Africa. Yeah. Honestly, like it's crazy. Yeah. It's I've crazy. seen some. We've seen some and, people get some and, serious and access. And also, like, just to go, I know like we have to wrap it up. Like I just wrote like. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. But I was just saying like things like like skills skills transfers. You know, as I said, there was this. Uh, the sister who went there as a non-profit NGO. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Sometimes with my NGO, I feel a little bit, um, you know, jaded because NGO is a massive industry in Kenya. Mm-hmm. There's over a thousand, ten thousand. What exactly is an NGO? So NGO basically it's a. What's that stand for? Non-governmental. Non-government organization. Okay. So basically, the poverty is needed. <laughs> the poverty is needed. Yeah. For these NGOs to survive. Hmm. So if one day we woke up and there was no Kibera, the slum, mm-hmm. that would be devastating to a lot of white people. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, like, what are we going to do? What am I going to help? You know? Poverty yeah. is also essential to terrorism, too, by the way. It, it is. Yeah. So a lot exactly. of people depend on, you know, bad, you know, you know, you know, bad life that the locals are living. Yeah. So that they can show that they're there to help. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and take a whole bunch of money. Two, poverty is good well, customers. It's a good customer. Exactly. That's right. You always need to buy something because you don't have anything and, to say. And, 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 exactly. And, yeah. and, and the, the thing is about when it comes to skills transfer, so that girl, she went there with a non-profit, got a job, mm. Cambridge, whatever. Mm. You know, usually Cambridge is a hotbed. Mm. Uh, it's crazy. I used to do deliveries and I'd go to camp, you know, offices. Yeah. And I'll see a big mural of kids holding coffee. <laughs> you know, yeah. the coffee beans, yeah. Yeah. and that's an NGO that I'll be delivering something, right? Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, you know, these people look at their offices all nice and plush, polished, polished, and everything, like an IKEA ad. <laughs> but this, this African, <laughs> yeah. this African girl, you know, African American girl, went there and she realized that she was a great singer, and she used to sing for people like her friends mm. in, the, in the fraternity of the nonprofit. Yeah. But now she's killing it all over Africa. Like, Man. accidentally, she's become a singer. Doing wow. all the big weddings, and she's just doing covers. She sings American style. Yeah, no, American style. That's what yeah. people want. People don't. People want the you know the um, Aretha Franklin yeah. cover. What's her name? I'll, I'll get the name to you. Oh, but okay, I, but okay. I saw her on a. And she just you know created this life. She went there for work. Yeah. But then she used her talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's become her primary job. And she stayed there. And she yeah. stayed there. Oh, and wow. she's now because she's a singer and she does like the richer people yeah because they pay you know they pay her for the weddings and the mm, events mm. so she has even more access yeah to more connections wow than mm. she and could ever have you know so african-americans should always realize that the skills that they have here yeah in africa they'll translate directly immediately <laughs> so in some cases immediately, immediately. i mean th- yeah. think of yeah. even something radical like let's say you're uh 
a comedian in Boston. Yeah. yeah. And you're a black comedian and you do the, you know, you go to the pubs or the clubs. Yeah, yeah. Like how many people would you be drawing? You know, yeah. you probably drawing like maybe two hundred. Yeah, if you did two hundred, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. that's a very now, packed club. Now yeah. I take you yeah. to Africa. Yeah, you're an African American. Mm-hmm. Good you know, PR. It's number one as a PR. But when you get on the mic, everybody knows you're African American because mm-hmm. they're like, "Damn, this this sounds like comic for you." Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and they're watching. And, they're watching. and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. now we, you're building. This guy is over here. We watch comic view. Yeah. But now the guy is over here with us. Yeah. yeah. Now can you imagine? You probably draw like five hundred, a thousand people. Oh people. man, we can make movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and all you're wow. doing, and you could be doing city to city. Yeah. City to city. And every city you're just doing a thousand people. And even if they they're just paying a dollar, guess what? You you making more than being in Roxbury That's doing sure. fifty guys every. To be like, we'll give you a, a <laughs> get free drinks, bro. Free drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah man. And, and so, also, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and no, that's that's the thing. Skills transfer. That's yeah. how I, I, I worded it. And yeah. also mm-hmm. the land ownership. That's right. And also, you know, don't be afraid to travel for safari. Yeah. I mean, just go. Oh, I'm going on safari, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm I mean, going. it's it's more affordable than people I'm staying think. in the car though. The best time to. You don't want to hug a lion? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you see that? Uh, do you see that video of the? The chick she got out the car and tried to take, <laughs> like, oh, with the, with oh the, yeah, 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 with yeah. the lion and they just oh, the, pa- the panther. Oh, like, what are you thinking? You're, what are you doing? Like, what are you? No, he's like, oh, I, knew I think I can't remember if she was exactly. like Chinese or white. She was something. Yeah, yeah. One thing you'll never see, oh. you'll never see a brother or sister. Absolutely not. <laughs> exactly. From here, it's no. not happening. No, it's no. not happening. No. Like, that is yeah, a yeah, predator designed don't to kill afraid, people. You know? exactly. yeah. It's 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 very safe than some places in the yeah. states. Yeah, yeah. And also, just go there for you know. Imagine if you even you know, have a, uh, what do you call it, like a, um, we used to host exchange students mm-hmm. from American, and they've come from everywhere. Most yeah. of them come from like American churches. Host them in Kenya or host them here? Yeah, host them in Kenya. Okay. So when they yeah. come, uh, students come down there and then they live with host family. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking it might not, that might, it might even be better to you go there and you can have both or live yeah. with host family host so that families. way you get you get more of a closer the real, yeah yes, I mean, like yes you'll travel and do yeah. everything thing, and, yes. and if you that's the best spend way a, yeah. a night I, in a I prefer that like yeah. it would be yeah. like going on the airbnb but you go to, yeah, go to exactly i'm yes. going there for business and seeing this opportunity yes. exactly and property by stay with family yeah. And, I mean, and stay with some people's family. That's, that's good. And, that's and have good. an exchange program yes. with so that even the families there are sort of vetted. You don't just go anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have, you know, you have that kind of uh, um, mm. exchange because yeah, yeah, yeah. because you'll also be exchanging a lot of ideas. And mm. when you sit down with somebody at their home, and you know, Africans like to um, just like the the thing is, you go to an African house, they They're have hospitable. To, they, they have to bring you in. Yeah. They have mm. to feed you. People will even give you their bed. Yeah. Their best. Man. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, in my bedroom, that's where you stay. Yeah. And you Man, stay. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Americans don't think like that. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. that's what I'm saying is the frequency. It's yeah. the, it's the frequency has, has been thrown off. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We, we are a social people. We're not antisocial. Yeah. We're not individualistic. Yeah. We, we understand. We built pyramid. Pyram- you can't build a pyramid with two people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- those must have been like Absolutely hundreds cannot. of thousands of people yeah. all I'm thinking in sync. Yeah. yeah, and also just to you know, as I say, think about you know, like even let's say an avid photographer, mm-hmm. and I've seen. So one, when I was doing food without borders, yeah, I was reaching out to people. Yeah. So I met this uh, white guy, and uh, we, you know, he, 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 I saw him on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So he'd gone to Africa. Yeah. And I'm like, how? So we met and he told me a story real quick. He said, 
I went to Chase O'Gall there, who was doing NGO job. Mm -hmm. When he got to Africa in Malawi, the girl had kind of like met another dude. Oh man! So, so the guy, <laughs> guy went all the way to Africa. So he said he was heartbroken. That sucks. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, uh -oh. So, but the dude had a camera and he has a photographer. Yeah. So he went around the country. He's like, okay, you know, I've yeah. been dumped. Yeah. So I'm gonna go and keep, you know, take photos. Yeah. So he did photos. Mm. He did photos. You know, wildlife, all kinds of photos. Yeah. Came back here in Boston, mm. and went and created a coffee book. You know, like those yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. So he made one of those coffee books, and somehow he had a connection, and you know he gave a few to Boston City Hall. Mm. And that was the time Mayor Walsh was just transitioning. Oh wow! So he ended up getting a job as an official photographer, one of the official photographer <laughs> for Boston. Wow. So that day I actually met. You said him. I was a white guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that day yeah. I actually. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But think about how how that white guys support each other. So yeah. that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But think of it. He turned a bad. Thing yeah, into mm -hmm. a good thing, of course, and just like that. Yeah, so he came out here. Now he, you know, he told that day I met him, and mm. I was asking, "Can you do my work?" He's like, "Honestly, I want to do your work for free, but mm -hmm. I'm so busy with the city of Boston. As a matter of fact, tonight I'm actually gonna build Bib Devois at City Hall, doing <laughs> a free concert. I'm photographing that. Wow! And I didn't it's just because of my little book that I put together in Africa. Yeah. So mm -hmm. even whatever skill you have as an African American, yeah. African American, don't be afraid. Yeah. Go go to Kenya. Yeah. If you're a rapper, whatever, go out there sing, you know, to people even if it's uh, a local gig or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Please be good. Be, be out there. Be, please be good. Yeah, but yeah. be out there, you know, whatever. <laughs> Don't you go have. out there hella just whack. <laughs> Not embarrass yeah. If yeah. you're a chef, whatever, go yeah. out there, you know, give out, and you'll see niches and opportunities opening because, yeah. again, as a myth, you know, says that, you know, we don't get along. That's a big, big myth. That's it's a big myth, but it's being perpetuated. It's being perpetuated. Right. By our own people, exactly. unfortunately. Yes. Just, so, yeah. I've never had an issue in any place I've visited around the world. The, the only time I've had an issue is where people think I am, like, sometimes people think I'm North African. Oh, okay. When yeah, I was right. in Europe. I, I, I can and they were that. like, oh. Yeah. And I opened my mouth and they'd be like, oh, you're an American. Uh, exactly. Okay. Is this outfit match? <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, when, I'm, you know when, you're, when you're overseas and you're, yes. you're dealing with it, it, so long as they realize you're an American, are you an idiot? Yeah. You're not. You're not. Okay. Exactly. okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's sit down and exactly. have a conversation. Oh, yeah. you and, know. and the perception that Africans have of African Americans, honestly, is like what you say, but mostly is people think that African Americans are so disinterested with Africa. Yeah. So that when actually we see some African Americans who's interested in Africa, we really jump on it. We're like, "Dang, mm. that's so cool!" You know what I mean? Wow. We don't think of we just think of you guys looking at it like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, uh, finally, I was gonna say about the outsource to Africa. Like you know, as they said, many jobs that can be done here that's so expensive. Yeah. You can just get them in Africa. Most of my anything digital, I get yeah. from Africa. Hmm. You wanna print my hoodies and I have that. Uh, the concept. Yep. I talk to a kid out there. We go back and forth. He's sending all the before I proof everything, mm -hmm. and then boom, the final one comes, and then I run it out here. Wow. Cost me fifty bucks, and I have before it was a guy will tell me fifty bucks one shot. That's it. Boom. <laughs> you want to change it? I will need another fifty bucks. Yeah. Now with fifty bucks, I can retain the kid for two months. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Just happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they do everything quick for me. Yeah. And anytime mm -hmm. I call, you know, now with the video with the FaceTime and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
it's so quick, you know, so basically. You know exactly what you're what I, what yeah, I'm doing. Exactly. And so sometimes I just spend like an hour and then I come up with something crazy. I put it together mm-hmm. and then I'm selling it on the, you know, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's my uh, little guideline of what you can do yeah. in your own, you know, you know, just by yourself yeah. without going crazy. But I'll mention though, if you want to go to Africa, the first four months of the year are the cheapest. So January through April. January, January through April. I went to Kenya with a, a fairly good airline, Lufthansa, mm-hmm. round trip for 690. What? From Boston? From Boston, yeah. Wow, 690 on Lufthansa? Because yeah, Lufthansa is a nice airline. It's a nice yeah. airline, so I went right. all through, yeah. you know? Yeah. The German. German, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So 690 for round trip. Yeah, we got to do Africa. I thought there was going to be a so zero behind. So <laughs> I don't think you could even get that for L.A., no, unless you did very well, you know. Yeah, you can. You sometimes get LA like three, four hundred. So that's those are the things that I think people man, that's should be. Yeah, but definitely, you can't talk about Africa until you actually get there. Yeah, get there first. Yeah. We like going. We yeah. just don't so know guys, where. We yeah. just heard that we will be raising the Indiegogo for. <laughs> yeah, we yes. need to do that. Yeah, man. For uh, yeah. but we, definitely food is without borders. We have tours too. Yeah, yeah. we need so to know where out. to eat because I cannot get sick overseas. No, you can't. We, we, no. We'll get no. it is not a fun experience. That's right. I had yeah. I had minor surgery in Saudi Arabia. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a. Um, really, this is the first time I've heard that. You had what surgery you, in Saudi Arabia. Minor surgery. What did right? you eat? I got a staph infection. Oh man. It, it wasn't, it was just because it's so hot. Yes. That's right. Yes. And you would sweat. And normally I was bathing, I would bathe like four or five times a day. Exactly. exactly. Wow. The heat. But two, you dry right off. It's not yeah. walk out and just. Exactly. The, the like, heat is crazy. You just put the clothes right on. Like, I don't even need to dry off. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, did they even shower? Were you in the Savage then? No, 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 no. I, I, oh, I went for okay. Hajj. And then um, okay. I got a little bit of sand on me. Oh, and shit. I didn't take a. I, did, I was I was rushing, and I normally would have took a shower, oh. and I didn't, mm. and I walked, and it was only a few hours to the next shower, wow. but it, it had, yeah, it the had, heat, the heat, it oh. just grew real real quick, and it it was bothering me. By two days later, it was about the size of an orange. Wow, and it was blocked, and I was I was really uncomfortable, and um, I was at one of the the, the centers, and um. I remember when they were thinking about taking me to the hospital, they were like, um, what would his family think? And for once they said that, these guys threw an ambulance in. I was, I was out there. They wow. went in. Um, Is that oh, some kind of call to action? What, what yeah, would his it family was, think? Well, it was, it was called, I mean, people started operating real fast because wow. there was a lot of like slow movement. And as the guy said, what would his family think? They just, it, it resonated with yeah, them. We can't them. have his family think we're not taking care of him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My family's nowhere. That was here. They'd be like, man, F his family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 People still have decency in the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They took that really uh, personally. And they, wow. Somehow, but, um. Yeah, it was a. Uh, but you see, that's a good story you say because yeah. some people think of Saudi Arabia, they freak out. Oh, they were really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. They're, yeah, some people freak nice, out. They're very nice people. Yeah. The food is very bland in Saudi. Saudi right? Yeah, yeah oh. but um, other than it's not bad. It's just not it's spicy. Just, yeah. They don't like they don't a grow, lot of. They don't spicy. grow anything. Yeah. They don't grow anything. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't really arrive there fresh. No, they just and they, you know they don't like it spicy. Yeah. Like you could have the exact same food in like uh, Egypt. That's right. And, uh, or, or Jordan, and it would be spicy. They don't like that food, it, it, that flavorful, but they use a lot of um, yogurt. Yeah. And so there's like a mild spice mild to spice, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're trying to get used to it. But they fed you every day, yeah. like uh-huh. multiple times. So, nice. Do you have any uh, final thoughts, Chris? Uh, well, 
thanks for having me and oh, my pleasure bro and um i mean africa basically uh, is is changing there's a lot there's a lot that's happening over mm. there i know we're from kenya yeah. i travel to a number of countries just to see the difference mm. of what's happening and um where where i put my pulse was actually with the young kids mm. Mm. those those mm. are the people i was talking to yeah because just as we said uh we're already too corrupted we're already too set in our ways mm. you can only see it from the mind of the kids mm. because i i used to I, when i went back mm. i went I, I went at it and i was looking at it from the point of view of what did i what did i want to do when i was a kid what did i want adults to do for me Hmm. You know, yeah. you guys fix this pavement, you know, do this, do that. I, I know there's school and all these other things that we talk about, but there's other things that kids love to do. It's like yeah. if you were, if you want if you do what you love to do, yeah. then you can become the best at it. Yeah. Yeah. But what we do, we go to school. We have the same cookie cutter mentality. It's like, yeah. okay, we're going to just throw them in school and tell them all to be doctors and lawyers. Now you're gonna end up with millions of lousy doctors and lawyers. <laughs> they, you're gonna end up with True. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. But they're gonna be lousy. Yeah. And then the next thing well, is, granted. Yeah. you start <laughs> complaining about they no good movies nowadays. Well, because you took out the arts program, so all the geniuses that would have come and made things that would have made you think to a different level. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have them. They're now doctors and lawyers doing stuff that they don't know they don't how to do. This like not want to do. Yeah. Oh, they probably failed out on the way through. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of them. Some of them work hard, and then they give you the narrative. And it may sound controversial, but this thing sometimes people are like, yeah, you know, I, I, I work hard. I do this. I'm like, that is part of the narrative to keep you from thinking yeah. beyond that. Yeah. If you go to work every day, yeah, and you get home and you don't have time. I mean, there's one thing that people don't understand. I studied economics. There's what they call the time, leisure, graph. That is yeah. it. It's time and leisure. So you could be a millionaire and you're working 100 hours a week. You're not a millionaire because you can't create time. Yeah. 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 You have all the mm, money. I'm going to look into that. Spend, I, need, I need a graph like that. Yeah. yeah. Spend your time. If either you have more leisure, less, less time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or you're working hard. And you won't have the time for leisure. Mm. So as much money as you can amass, what time are you going to spend with your family, with your kids? With and the, I remember Steve Jobs uh, on his deathbed. He, you know, your deathbed is when you have that profound. Yeah, you get all the like oh, moment of clarity, the, the aha moment. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, because you're yeah. like, oh man, yeah. I, yeah. If I had to think of anything I, at that moment, you're not even thinking it; you're feeling it. Yeah. And he said despite being the most powerful man, richest, and all these other things that we pursue on earth, he said the one thing that he regretted was not spending time with family and friends. Because when he was dying, all those people that used to come and see him and call him sir and show up and kiss his ass, nobody was coming to the hospital. (laughs) Nobody was coming. He he, he died one of the loneliest men with all his gadgets and money and, you know, and that's it. It's like he realized, you know what? Life is the memories you take. You know, as they say, when you have a hard, a hard journey, yeah. um, what do you learn? It's what you learn from the journey, not the destination. Mm. But we're always looking at the destination. You, you talk know? economics. I love it. There's actually <laughs> another study that shows that when people do less work, 
spend less time at work. So exactly. if you're working, you're being productive. Yes, productivity right. is higher. So exactly. you should work about 30 hours so, but, a week. Exactly. And you're so about four days. Mm. Um, when you over when you go beyond six hours a day, you're unproductive. You're unproductive because you're not you're not engaged on what you're doing. Yeah. You're doing stuff, but you you're wasting your time. It's like I think is that the the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. yeah. You put in you put in so much, but after that. What you're getting, and as I said, it's like the creativity. Yeah. Um, people like creation is is, and that's what we do best as Black people. We're yeah. innovators. Definitely. We, we just, but if you stress us to the point where we can't innovate, then that world loses. All we're good for is labor at that point, and there there and, we go. And there we go. But yeah. we're the, we're the sort of people who can sit down, not be stressed, and think of how we can make that labor easier. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time. We do yes. that all the time. All the time. We are the mm-hmm. innovators. And I think the world has lost, if we take 400 years, mm-hmm. I always tell people, like, when they see gadgets, I'm like, that ain't nothing. Yeah. We should be a thousand years ahead of where we are right now. Yeah. The problem is we, we, we've been lulled to sleep to think that, hey, man, look at this. This is, I'm like, we're still using phones with a battery? <laughs> Why do we have phones with, with solar? Yeah. Don't calculate Where's my flying solar? car at? Yeah, yeah. where's my flying uh, car? We're in the future right now, aren't we? We yeah. should have a flying car by now. We should. I agree. Yeah. Think I'm, I'm with you 100%. Thank, thank yes. you so much, brother. Anyway, um, you have any final thoughts, Ramon? No, I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, as did I. Um, I'd just like to say uh, to my uh, African American brethren let's get up, get out, and go to Africa. Pick a country. That's right. Yeah. Try not to get killed. Don't go to one of the dangerous ones. country currently in conflict. Don't go to the conflict <laughs> ones. But the uh, the other, I don't. Uh, who, what's in, who's in conflict right now? Mm. And actually, there are very few in conflict. I was shocked to learn that Rwanda's like the safest country right now. If you want to go safe, pick Rwanda. Let me ask you a question, man. I That's think right. he was playing with yeah. us. He said that the the reason the Hutus, what was it? What's the name? He said that started because one group was taller than the other group. Is that true? Well, <laughs> the, the, the way they, the way they classified them, the Tutsis, oh, there were more taller people, light skinner, you know, more light skin. Yeah, well, I mean, you could, yeah, you could throw that in there. It's, it's more. That's it's just crazy. the same way as this crazy. So who, who, who defined that? Was the was Belgian people, the Belgian so, and it's 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 the same way as it's crazy. Maybe if somebody came from Mars yeah. and was like, oh, you're defining these people because they're black. And you guys are white? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To somebody outside the world that's yeah. not caught up in this crap. Yeah. That would be as crazy as that. That sounds crazy. Just as Bob, as Bob Marley said, uh, it was like, uh, you know, until the color of a man's eyes is of no yeah. more significance, and uh, the color of a man's skin is of no more significance than the color of his eyes, yeah. we're always going to have war. Yeah. And it's, mm. it's that. I was, just, I was saying that how division has always been used. Yeah. Like the two season. Always. Oh, yeah. Always. It's, a, it's a very old military tactic. Of course. That yeah. never fails. Yeah. You can use it on us right it's now. It's still happening to this day to this right day. now exactly. in America. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Just to my, my final thought, finally, is just to say, remember, going to uh, African-Americans wanting to go to Africa. Yeah. There are people who will challenge that notion straight up on your face. Oh, I know. Oh, so yeah. there are people who are not African Americans. Well, yeah. yeah, they're not mm-hmm. happy what that they go to they, Africa they, for. They, yeah. Not even that. There's some people who actually will find a way. I actually personally believe that the way the if everybody doesn't know like uh, passports mm. uh, in the next three years are changing the travel you know travel is gonna change like the one the real ID all these different forms of ID yeah they're going to the next level 
is they're noticing a lot of people moving movements mm -hmm. you know people going to africa a lot yeah so they want to they want to so, bring that down so what they want to do too like yeah. I, I know a lot of african americans are you know who are actually moving to africa mm-hmm when they come back here, yeah. you know, if they've stayed a longer time, yeah. they're being challenged at the airports with their passports. Really? Yeah, they're being, not, 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 not being told not to come back in, yeah. but they're being made feel uncomfortable. Oh, that's because the people are racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not yeah. just racist, there's yeah, a lot of xenophobia. Like, yeah, that is, is. And also mm -hmm. they're trying to say that, um, how I know it's really. They're trying to make sure that, um, you know, it's also, all, it's a tax-based issue as well. Mm. So they're trying to say, if you want to go to your motherland, mm -hmm. you'll have to still pay us the taxes. I've heard that. So, so if you're over there making money, you need to be paying well, us taxes. You still yeah. pay, technically, so you have to pay would, U.S. taxes, but you play. deduct yeah. Your, yeah. Qual, your, qual, your living expenses. Yeah. So you don't pay U.S. taxes on the first $120,000 you make, and mm -hmm. then you start deducting taxes. So you get an accountant. That's um, right. <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a short and, answer. And, and, and in some extreme cases, yeah. you will find racists in Africa, white people, thinking that you don't deserve to be there. Man, trust me, they'll be like, "What are you doing here?" Because I've heard, I've heard the same thing about Chinese people too. Yeah. Like they, they'll have like a, a Chinese only restaurant with only only Chinese people allowed, and it's like in yeah, in Zimbabwe happened. or something. Yeah, it's, it's like how? Mean, excuse me, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> you find, like you find I, that. that would make me extremely angry. But definitely, you'll like find, you'll find how are you in my country telling me where I can't go, and you you don't even belong here? In Kenya, exactly. if you find Americans, yeah, they will still. It's so deep rooted yeah. that you go to Nairobi yeah. in a restaurant, yeah. and find somebody from Boston, yeah. but white, and they don't want to talk to you. And you're American. Well, they can kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember that yeah. like, you will you you'll feel you you'll be in a fighting mode. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you probably can get away with it. No, we are well <laughs> apt and global at least, and American. At racism. least if I get in a fight over there with some uh, racist you, you, white, yeah, person, you get away with it. The this. cops are black, right? So <laughs> exactly. I don't, you know, I don't got to worry about the, them trying to profile me or it something. Does, it doesn't have to come down to that, but you'll ex, you'll experience it. Yeah, like they'll write, they'll try to remind you that you're out of place. Yeah, they can they can remind these nuts. <laughs> All right, so um, that's right. Uh, thank you for joining us today on the yeah. Night Dumb Podcast. Uh, this is going to be our final podcast. This is going to be episode number forty. Uh, we're we're going to take a, a break here uh, for season one. We're going to call this season one. We're going to be back in June. Uh, so this is doing business Af doing business in Africa eight, episode number forty, um, and we're also going to post that. Um, speech from Dr. Arakana I forgot her last name we are going so we're posting a speech by Dr. Arakana Chihambori I hope I said that name right she is the um, African Union the ambassador to the United States of the African Union and she has given us permission to post one of her speeches I'm going to see if I can post some of her other ones but um, she is uh, extremely extremely good at communicating and hopefully we get to have her on this podcast at some point, maybe the next time she's in Boston. Um, but please enjoy that. Uh, we will see you back in June after uh, Ramadan and uh, Shaman and I get our lives together because it's falling apart. <laughs> we have to They're not falling time. apart. I'm just we kidding. We have to spend some we, time with our wife. We got to take care you of you our family. If we got a flu, I'll come back to you. Yeah. <laughs> we need a, we well, got we've, a, been, we've been recording for a year now. Yeah, we're actually yeah, one year. One year in. Oh, nice. 43 countries. Oh no! Now we're probably at like sixty or something. More probably more than that, but it stops counting at fifty-five, and I think it actually shortened down it, to fifty. What? Where's your biggest audience at? 
uh, America. Um, we get a lot of listeners, believe it or not, in Jamaica Plain, okay. mm-hmm. um, Seattle. Seattle. I'm from Seattle. Okay. Um, we got a lot of listeners from Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of Somali listeners as of the last podcast. We had a Somalia oh, wow. episode. That's right. Um, all over America. I mean, let's, do, let's do an let's do a let's do an official event for the season, yeah. season two. Why not? We'll yeah. figure something out, and I think you should be a part of the Empower yeah. Brokers. So yeah. we're going to probably have another panel event. I like doing I'd love for you to be a part yeah. of that. Yeah, we, we had yeah. a really good uh, uh, panel event where we spoke with people who are doing business in Africa okay. from a perspective, and we, we had a demand where people like, there's a lot of people thirsty for it, That's yeah. right. but what we were saying, don't go and do the same mistake yes. everyone else has been doing. Yeah. Let's get the people who are learned. Let's exactly. not spin our wheels here, because yeah. there's exactly. a lot to figure out, there, and there's, there's a lot of people who've done it already. There's a lot of energy in the political, yeah. the dignitaries, That's and true. we've solved a lot of interesting yeah. problems. Exactly. We just need to come together, and you know, we've been having um, background conversations with investors looking yeah. to invest, yeah. but we need to have that framework laid out, and we need that soft cost which That's you right. talking about, exactly. which is those country risks, the, the business risks, that laid out, which is kind of expensive, find a way to, exactly. to supplement that and showcase it, and we're pretty good at showcasing. You come to Africa, whatever you do, if you actually spend time with the people, yeah. you are, um, you know, your exposure, you know, the girl who did my video, you see the video on the Facebook, yep, yep. just because of coming to Africa, yeah. even though she's African, but just coming to Kenya, mm-hmm just made her like when she came back to New York yeah people are just reaching out to her so yeah so um yeah this is amazing these are good you guys are good guys to know and we're going to introduce you to the to the rest of the squad yeah. that we got here okay, um so like I said we're taking a break for about uh six weeks or so mm-hmm. uh we are one year in so after a year it's 40 actually more than 40 I think we have 42 episodes wow. if you count and the lost episodes wow. and we had a couple of lost ones thank you uh, thank you so much um <laughs> But look out for our YouTube channel. So while we're on hiatus, uh, Shaman and I are going to be shooting a series of short videos on YouTube called Getting to Know the Squad. Uh, And that's going to be Shaman, myself, uh, the professor, Kuma, uh, maybe even Cliff Young, maybe even Shea Dubs. Cliff is graduating from college this really? year. Really? Yeah. He got his gradu- degree? Yeah, he's about to get his degree in May. I'm going to his graduation. Look at this guy. Look at this guy wow. getting degrees. Um, so we're going to, so basically he's going to tell a couple of life stories about us because people don't know really, I mean, they listen to us all the time, but talk about like how we grew up, um, little things about us, little funny stories. Little I think you'll ads. enjoy it. So you'll see it up on YouTube over the next uh, five to six weeks. You know how to find us, the Not Dumb Podcast. Join Anthony on foodieswithoutborders.org. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for joining us on our last podcast. Chris, thank you. Nice to join you, sir. For the season. Yes, sir. For the nice season. You. Thank you, it's Anthony. It's Swahili, we say Asante Sana. Asante Sana. Yeah. I remember that. Asante I learned Sana. that from Lion King. Asante Sana. That was Swahili. Akuna Matata. Yeah. Man, I feel like I feel ignorant from knowing that from the Lion King, but I did learn that in the Lion King. And to be precise, you say Asante Sana Ndugu Iman. Let me ask you a question. This is this is real dumb. This is a real dumb question. I'm sorry. I gotta get it out. Uh, you remember the Lion King, right? Yes. What was they saying in the beginning in that song? Did you is that is that is that is that Swahili? What was they saying? Like ah, Sibenya. This was dumb. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. That was Zulu. That was Zulu. Oh, okay. That wasn't okay. I just had to get it out. I'm sorry. That was dumb. So they made some Zulu and some Swahili. Okay. All right. So y'all don't know what he was what she was saying. 
No, we didn't. Okay. No, we could. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see with the new one coming out. This oh, year. man. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out this year. I'm 40 there. years old, but I'm seeing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, even like, I'm here with my kids. Kids, we were watching the Lion King. <laughs> we're sitting there with tears in our eyes. Like, Nah, that's ridiculous. See, we get dumb on this podcast that's too. So yeah, that's, what's up. that's yeah. right. Oh, no, that's yeah, exactly. All of, yeah. Actually, more, many of our kids have been on podcasts. At least so, most of them have. Yeah. Yes, man. And I you know we we we, we want to be connected beyond here. Yeah. Come through, bro. Come through. <laughs> we throw some party. Oh, yeah. We'll get invited guests. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Good. All right. <laughs> so uh, thank uh, thank Peter for introducing yeah, well, me to you. Um, it was a pleasure to, to meet you here, and thank you for joining us on this podcast. Um, one. One. <laughs>